What's going on, all you nostalgic midi-chlorians? I'm your host, Corbin Andrews, and join alongside me is... uh, I don't have a crazy thing to say Uh, about you. So just Christian. the essence of the dark side, the essence Christian, of Christian Flincham here, of the Gungans, a Gungan <laughs> race embodied in a oh, man. Wow. Christian. That That's is, how I feel. That is the worst slander he, he, that you could possibly place on me. He's in big doo-doo this time. Oh, you in big doo-doo <laughs> this time. And across the ether, across the galaxy, Kendra Mickles, everyone. Hello. In a galaxy not so far away. Well, you might as well be. Yeah, well, that's that's the way it is sometimes. Well, how have your uh, elf eyes been this week? Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? Oh, wow, just getting right into it, huh? Uh, well, do, you, do you remember what you've seen this week? Well, I remembered why I couldn't remember, and it's because I was, like, gone all weekend, so I was at a music teacher convention got to like do a little mm. uh geeking out uh go to some you know music uh conferences and, and Man, learn about a music, I got, a I, music con i went to an an orf workshop and i went to a dal crows workshop and i went to a kodai workshop i'm sure you all, know what all, all those are right yeah now. so uh what is it what is can you repeat them uh orf dal okay orf Orf makes me think of orc. Uh, nothing like that. Mm, okay. Now, what's the next? What's the next one? Uh, Kodai. Kodai. It's clearly Japanese. Uh, no. It's a person's yeah. name. These are all like people's names. What's the other one? Uh, Dalcros. Uh, that's definitely like uh something out of like Transylvania. <laughs> The, they're all the they're people's names and they're like methods of teaching music. They're they're mm. each different. Orf is about like playing with xylophones and drums, and Kodai is about singing, and Dalcros is about movement. So mm. it was all pretty fun. It, all pretty fun, pretty you, little, fun. you little teacher. So, that sounds uh, like orc <laughs> mischief to me. <laughs> so at the conference. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I did uh, watch Mean Girls, uh, which was pretty fun in the mm. in the hotel one night. I just watched Mean Girls. Um, That's good. And then last night, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two came out, so I watched the first two episodes of that. Quite solid. Um, well, I got a recommendation from Amazon as I sent you this week to watch that. Um, so I am writing a complaint to Amazon that they don't even know me. Maybe you would that like their, it. Their algorithm is not correct if they think that I would like that show. Oh. No, I watched the trailer and had zero interest. So, <laughs> Well, you can't win them all. I think it's hilarious. Tony they Shaloub, can all be first-round picks. Tony Shaloub is so funny. So... And uh, Alex Borstein. Tony Shalhoub? Tony Shalhoub, yeah. Monk. Oh. Ah. Ah. There we ah. go. Now I know. Yeah. So, well, anything else you've seen this week, Kendra? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Next week is Good. concert week uh, for all, you know, shout out to all the music teachers who are doing concerts. So 
I've been pretty mm. busy. Mm. Getting ready you will for be concerts. in our Yeah, thank you. Mm. Well, this week, so last last podcast we talked, and I after we were done recording, I immediately watched The Outlaw King, um, and it's with Chris Pine. It's a Netflix original, um, and the director who did it, David McKenzie, um, also which is another really good Chris Pine movie. Um, that I liked if you're a fan of slow paced movies, which we know Christian is not, so I, I haven't even made him watch it. But um, it's about Robert the Bruce, which, Kendra, did you ever see Braveheart? Uh, I don't know. I've seen parts of it. Well, you're definitely going to have to watch it for this podcast because I'm sure I will do an episode on it. But um, the first like 15 minutes kind of take place after. Uh, William Wallace has been captured, and then uh, after that, he's uh, spo- spoiler. If you haven't seen Braveheart or don't know something that happened, uh, like hundreds of in the 14th century, he gets killed, and it goes from there. Um, and Chris Pine kind of has to become, in a sense, the William Wallace. Um, and so, yeah, right? I loved it. It was really revenge. good. Very bloody. Yes, very bloody. Very good, um, and I would recommend it. So, and uh, Aaron, uh, what's his name? Oh, oh, um, Aaron oh, Paul. Stephen. No, no. Um, the guy from Game of Thrones who is uh, who's Baratheon. Stannis Baratheon. Stannis. Uh, he's in it. He plays King Edward, so he kind of stays in the line of being a real doucher. Um, and then Aaron. Aaron Taylor Johnson is in it. I don't know if you know who that is, but he played in uh, he was in Kick Ass and The Wall. Oh, okay. I don't know what else he's been in. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, um, he was really good. He was he was crazy. So um, but he was good in that. And then last night I rewatched I've been rewatching the Oceans movies, so Oceans Eleven, I've seen a thousand times. Um, but I rewatched 12, and it definitely is uh, pretty weak. Um, did not care for it that much. Is 12 the one where he's eating a burger? He at the beginning. Are you talking about Brad, Brad Pitt? Pitt? He's he eating a burger. Ed, he eats in every scene in this, in like all three. Okay, he's eating a burger outside of jail. jail picking that's the him first up. one. Okay, that's the first one. Yeah. Okay. Why? That's the one that I remember the most. <laughs> you that's remember the burger scene the most? <laughs> That that movie is the one I remember. Gotcha. The most. Well, it's definitely the best out of the three. But I rewatched it. Um, I have I've only seen the last two, so I've only seen twelve and thirteen once. Um, so I'm just rewatching them. But I just which didn't one care is for the one where much. Julia Roberts plays herself? Twelve. Which I, the whole premise? Oh, she plays herself. Yeah. The whole premise. <laughs> I didn't even know that. The whole premise of it is just kind of stupid to me. Like, that's the one where they're trying uh, to steal the egg, right? Yeah, but it's like uh, Benedict comes back and he's like, "You gotta, you gotta like repay my money," uh, and they're like, "Oh, I guess we gotta repay this money back." And it's like, but you stole from him. Like, it just kind of. To me, if you make a movie that devalues the first one, I really hate. I hate that. Like one of the reasons why I loved the new Blade Runner is because it didn't devalue the first one. 
I just felt like this was like, well, why did you do it in the first place if you just were like, if he's going to come after you, which they made known in the first one. Like they said, like Benedict doesn't just come after you. He comes after your family and like everybody. And then he's like, he comes after them and they're like, well, I guess we got to give her the money back. So the whole premise of it was kind of stupid to me, but I barely remember that one. Yeah. And there's a lot of like unrealistic stuff. Like I'm all for like dragging a safe through the streets of New York, like in, in fast and the furious, that's fine with me. But like, there's, there's stuff that's in it that was just like, well, how did you even do that? Like that is, it's not even like he dances through the laser stuff, which was really just kind of stupid. And <laughs> so I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of it, but, and then I'm trying to win over my mother's good graces again. So I started watching Maniac. Um, ah. I started last night. I started watching it last night at about uh, 12.30 at night. And then I didn't go to bed until 3. So Wow. Did you watch all good. of it? No, no. I'm on episode 5. Nice. Um, but <laughs> right off the bat, I, I mean, Jonah Hill and Emma Stone are great. And... Um, I mean, did, I'll watch anything with Jonah Hill in it. He's, did you? So you watched the like lemur episode? I just watched it like right before we started recording. So funny. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I love like the feel of it and kind of a weird future where it seems like the Japanese are really heavily involved for some reason. Um, so it, it's good. I, I'm liking it so far, so I'm excited to finish it up. But it what about you, well. Christian? All right. Well, I have one simple thing that my L fives have seen, and that is I finished Ozark. So nice. Really loved it. I thought it was a great show. I finally watched a show that Corbin likes on mm. Netflix. It's it's been years. That's like a serious years show. in the making. Yeah, for that to happen. <clears throat> yeah. Probably won't watch Peaky Blinders, but mm. I'll watch that show. I wanted to yeah. watch that one, but Corbin said I wouldn't like it. Did I? Yeah. yeah, I think I think you should. Watch well, Corbin it. thinks I like it, and for for some reason, I don't know why Christian won't watch it. I There's like, absolutely don't no care reason not to watch it. it. Here's what I'll say about <laughs> Peaky Blinders before we get okay. Oz, like, there's a lot of better shows than Peaky Blinders as far as like from almost every standpoint. I have yet to find a show that I love and think is is so fun than Peaky Blinders. It's a gotcha. cool timepiece. It's a it's I mean, it's a it's a British mob guy in like right after the First World War. I I love everything about Peaky Blinders. It's a fun show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ozark is kind of stressful, honestly. Yeah, like you feel the weight. Yeah, that he's like going through yeah. the whole time. Yeah, Ozark's great. Of, like, I'm finally glad that Christian for his chose family. to watch a show <laughs> that is good. Yeah, so. I, I was really, I was really in the Christmas spirit this week, so I didn't watch any like Mindhunter because I felt it was too heavy for. Uh, I don't for my life. I disagree. Mood. The best time, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is just to watch Mindhunter over <laughs> yeah. and over again. I actually agree with you, Kendra. Yeah. On a se- on a serious note. <laughs> Dang, Christian! Way to be serious. Way to bring this down to a serious note. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, been watching South Park a little bit. 
So nice. I actually started rewatching that a while back. So I found out that it doesn't get funny until like season four. So <laughs> if you ever watch it, it's not funny until like season four, unless you are looking at it with rose colored glasses. Which I was going to say, my, my husband might disagree with you there. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of the memorable, memorable quotes are from like the first couple seasons. Like everything that, uh, is not like that everybody quotes from South Park is like those first couple of seasons, but I didn't think it started getting funny till later. I so. have seen one South Park episode and it's the one where they go on a ski trip and it was pretty funny. Uh, but I don't know that I would find the rest of it funny. Have you seen that episode where the, the parents are like, they're trying to, these guys are trying to get them to buy a timeshare and the, kid, oh, yeah. the kids are like uh, <laughs> trying to save the youth center or something. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty good. It was pretty funny. Anyway, mm. uh, Eric and I have started uh, since uh, Dancing with the Stars is over now. We uh, changed from Taco Tango Tuesday to Taco and Tights Tuesday. And we're watching. We're getting, <laughs> we're, getting, <laughs> we're getting back into Flash and Arrow because we are like quite behind. Uh, we stepped away for a while, but now we're back in it, baby. We back in it. We back. So, mm. yeah, that's what I've been watching on Tuesdays. Nice. Taco and nice. Tuesday. So, yeah. All right. We ready for some news? Let's yeah. get some news. Oh, shoot. Let's party. Let's yeah. party. All right. Well, you you ask and I deliver. Uh, we have some Christy Carlson Romano news this week. Oh, dang <laughs> oh it. Nobody goodness. asked for, for this. You my did. week is made. Uh, <laughs> let's let's play back the, the tape where they asked for Christy Carlson Romano. <laughs> we didn't ask. We said we guessed. <laughs> and we that's what we you assumed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's just that they have announced that she is having a girl. So oh, you're okay. wondering. That's what she's I, having. Honestly, Kendra, I'm going on like... 20 hours of no sleep because I have been waiting to hear you say that. <laughs> well, you could have just gone on the internet and seen yourself. Nope, nope. That's not how I wanted to do it. <laughs> um, Hugh Jackman had some news this week. Did you see this? Uh, no. no. Is he going back to Broadway? Uh, well, kind of. He has announced that he is doing a world tour and he's going to be singing music from Les Mis and The Greatest Showman. Huh. Wow. And I... I'm and beyond excited. I I am not going to be excited until somehow he does a Wolverine musical. <laughs> well, and maybe then, he'll maybe he'll bring Wolverine into it. Maybe he'll dress be, as Wolverine and sing. Oh, I'd be there then. I'd do that. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm uh I'm definitely going to this. Uh, so that will are be. you? I, if I can, I definitely will. I think well, that, you that just, would be amazing. You let us know if he's dressed as Wolverine. To be Wolverine. in the same yeah. building as Hugh Jackman, that would be amazing. Is so. he like? Don't you like love him? Yes. And, and he like and my retweet something him. of you? Uh, no, he like favorited my birthday shout out tweet. You might. You have. I mean, you might as well have like held hands. Yeah, That's we, so made, special. we made contact. You hold. You shared that bond. <laughs> Um, all right. Blade Runner mm. is, is getting an anime series. It's called Black Lotus, and it's going to be on Crunchyroll and Adult Swim. 
Um, and there's going to be 13 half hour episodes. Okay. Um, I'd watch that. I would too. That's a good, that's a good, um, I'm not sure who it's going to follow or what it's going to be about, but yeah, that's a good, that could be good. That could be a good yeah. like anime style. Well, that's a good medium to do that. I yeah, mean, anime it's so slow. Anyway. I mean, that's yeah. And it, you're not really gonna, I don't think that's really stepping on anybody's toes. It's not mainstream, I guess I would say, you know what I mean? You're not making yeah. a, a live action TV show or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, that kind of world would be good for an anime show, yeah, too. I agree. You could do some interesting stuff with that. I so. mean, it's kind of, <clears throat> in a way, ghost, ghost in the Shell-like universe. Yeah. So it's it's definitely doable. Um, so as you know, Steve Hillenberg passed away. Um, and in response to that, many fans, over 30,000 fans, are petitioning the NFL to play the... Uh, the song that the SpongeBob's don't band did. It takes so. No, that's not the song. Oh that yes, is. it is. Yes, it is. You're right. The thrill of one more kill. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're right. Sorry, I had the the chorus, the sweet victory part in my head. <laughs> it is sweet. Uh, Honestly, so, that would be awesome. I know, wouldn't it? Um, so yeah. they. <laughs> Um, a petition on change.org called for the NFL to play sweet victory during the halftime show of February's Super Bowl. At the time of writing this article, just two days after the petition went live, it already had uh, more than 31,000 signatures. It would be best if they play the entire song with mayonnaise. Because mayonnaise <laughs> is mayonnaise is an instrument. An instrument? <laughs> Um, so yeah, that would be cool. That would be, that would be fitting. Um, I would love that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I think I'm going to sign this petition. Yeah, I mean, considering the halftime shows are forgettable. Yeah. It's Uh, like, yeah. Who cares? It's almost at a million. It's got like 200,000 left. I would think it would be up to, like, are they wanting, it would be up to like the person who's doing the halftime show. It's up to Goodell. Like, they should... We all know who it's up to. <laughs> they should petition, like, whoever gets picked to do that. They haven't picked who's doing the halftime show yet, have they? When no. Does that, when does that won't... get picked? Probably soon. I was going to say. It's in February. At least by, at least by January. <laughs> um, speaking of passing away, George H.W. Bush passed away this week. Mm. Um, That's a great man. Yeah, sad to see him go. Uh, had do you no, know what? No mail yesterday. So, do you know what his middle initials stood for? Uh, Herbert Walker. Kendra, perfect. <laughs> Was that right? Yep. <laughs> nice. Yep. I knew Herbert the Walker, Walker, but I wasn't sure about the H. So. Yep. <clears throat> I wonder if that'll show up in trivia. Um, well, if it does, if it does, we got it. Yeah, got I know. Yeah. Um. It. So Eddie Murphy. Not really, not really around anymore. But this did pop up. This article. I want. He just welcomed another child. I want you to guess how many children he has now. Uh, oh, seems like there's a lot. So I'm gonna say fourteen. Okay, Corbin. Um, one dollar, Bob. No, <laughs> at, you said fourteen. I'll go nine. Oh, Corbin. Corbin would win. Well, yes, Corbin would win. He welcomed his tenth 
child. Wow, nice. Tenth child uh, with his Australian fiance, Paige Butcher. How old is he? Oh, uh, that he's got to be. He's 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 old. He's getting old at this point. Um, Which one of us can Google it faster? <laughs> so he's fifty-seven years old. Fifty-seven. Oh, yep. Yeah, it says that right wow. here. Wow, that's not that old. So with this girlfriend <laughs> that he currently has, he also has um, another daughter. His oldest son is twenty-nine, um, and he had that child with Paulette McNeely. Then he has a 28-year-old son with Tamara Hood. And then with Nicole Mitchell Murphy, he has uh, one, two, three, four, five children. And then he also has another child with uh, Mel B. I didn't realize he and Mel B were together (laughs) from the Spice Girls. Oh, Uh, really? That's crazy. Yeah, so... Good for Eddie Murphy, I guess. Um, I, f- I feel like he has been out of the spotlight for a very well, long now, time. Well, now, I he, could be hey, wrong. Hey, Shrek's, Shrek's coming back, so he's he's about to be right back in. Well, okay. I could be wrong, but I heard his brother died, right? Yes. From the Chappelle show? Yes. And, and I think since then he's been out. Oh, maybe. All right. Uh, Funimation... And Hulu signed an exclusive anime streaming deal. Nice. So, so Hulu is going to get all Funimation exclusively. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm I'm happy with that. I think that, I don't know, like, was it on Crunchyroll before Funimation? Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not a Crunchyroll subscriber. Roll, so mm-hmm. I can tell you. Well, I'm just wondering, like, where could you watch this? Where could you watch Funimation before? I am not sure. Uh, well, I, I know there's, yeah, I know there's like some on. I guess it's saying it's pulling everything off anything else and just and just putting it on Hulu. So I don't. I I think you can watch some of it from Funimation.com. I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure. Well, this I'm pretty happy with that. I think that's great. The more anime I can. Watch, oh yeah. The better. I think they have like a they have like a streaming service. Funimation does. It's just not. It's like from their website though. Oh okay, cool. Well, it's gonna be on Hulu now. So, yay! All on one convenient service. Um. All right. My last bit of news. Um. It's not really news, but I turned on Netflix the other day, or maybe it was Hulu. No. It was Hulu. No, I think it was Netflix. No, maybe it was Hulu. It was Hulu. Was it? And yeah. um, Life Size 2 is out. Oh, yeah, that was definitely Hulu. Yeah. I it? saw your picture. <laughs> okay. yeah. uh, and I, I, gasped, love that I gasped aloud. I gasped aloud. I gasped aloud. So I haven't watched it yet, um, but it's a Christmas movie. So it's called Life Size 2, A Christmas Eve. So I'm going to watch it. Um, I don't know if I told you the story before, but uh, <laughs> this was a, a bit ago. Like several months, well, it may have been close to a year ago. My husband just randomly was like, "Have you heard of this movie where uh, Tamara Banks is like a a Barbie? Tyra, Tyra Banks, sorry, is like a Barbie." And I was like, "Uh huh, life size with Lindsay Lohan. Go on." And he was like, <laughs> "You've you've heard of this movie?" And I'm like, "Who hasn't seen Life Size? <laughs> Obviously, yeah, everyone." Like this- and then I like started the scene singing. Where she's like, 
<laughs> and then I started singing, shine bright, shine far, don't be shy, be a star. You know, the I song bar- that... I, I barely remember anything about that That's movie. That's the song they sing at the end. Mm. So anyway, Sorry I will I be watching it. this movie and I will be reporting back to you to let you know. <laughs> We'll be waiting. We'll be waiting to know. <laughs> With bated breath. Mm. All right, that's all the news I have. Well, that was a pretty um, good news cycle, I'd Thanks. say. Thanks. Got some anime in there. Got some Blade Runner in there. Yeah. Um, but as we promised, we are continuing with the greatest story to ever be told. <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. So today we will be discussing the prequels. Let's go, baby. The greatest of the greats. I've got my fight gloves on. (laughs) I'm ready to to fight. All right, Kendra. Well, then start us off. (laughs) Tell us us your your experience with these movies. Um, I am a defender of the prequels. I think that though there is some dumb stuff in them... I think overall they're fine and there's good stuff in every movie. Those are my thoughts. I, uh, I remember when episode, I remember episode two the most, I would like, I was begging people to go see it with me. Like every time people were like, what should we do? I was like, we should go see attack of the clones and I, I just wanted to see it a million times. I loved everything mm. about it. And as I said on the other episode, I had my novelization of Attack of the Clones. And I carried it with me everywhere. And I read it religiously. And actually, <laughs> there's a, a funny story where I took it with us. We went camping. <laughs> <laughs> we went camping. Oh. And I brought it with me on this camping trip uh that corbin was on and we went on with um our cousins and our aunt and our mom and uh my cousin spilled hot chocolate all over my book and in my mind i remember being like upset but i forgave her benevolently and it when she tells the story she she thought we were like done being friends like that was the end of our relationship (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> so she, they bought me a new one, a brand new oh, uh, copy, but I probably still have it somewhere. Um, it probably wasn't even that good of a novelization. But... <laughs> I highly doubt that it was. <laughs> um, That's so but yeah, funny. So, so I have uh, fond memories of the prequels. Mm. Um, they, I mean, I know it's a lot of it. It's just, it's nostalgia, but. Yeah. All right. What about you guys? Go ahead, Christian. All right. So, um, I have mixed feelings about the prequels. Wait, 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 Kendra. Give us your rate. Give us your, oh, okay. your tops. Your top um, three. Ah, oh, it's so hard. I'd probably go one, two, three. One, two, three. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying one, one's the best, two's the second best, three is the least. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Christian. Oh, wow. Don't comment. <laughs> just go, just go. Okay. Um, so I have mixed feelings. I I uh, abs- I love the first one because there was so much culturally around the first one for me. Like it was the first one I saw in theaters. Like the atmosphere and just the excitement of the first one was like so awesome. 
everything about it was awesome. Star Wars was literally everywhere. Star Wars toys, Star Wars food, Star Wars puzzles, all sorts of stuff. So I was so excited for the first one. Um, The second one, I've seen the second one probably five or six times. Like, (laughs) literally, out of all all of these years since it's been out, I've seen it five or six times. You're probably one of those people that I was trying to beg to come see the movie with So you know that I hate the second one. (laughs) I know. I was interested in seeing it. We, We all saw it together. Yeah, we probably did, but then I probably wanted to go see it theater again. theater with uh, our friends Daniel and Elijah, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Shout, but, out, to, um, shout out to Daniel and Elijah. Shout out to Daniel and Elijah. But uh, I think uh, I really uh, have not good opinions of the second one. And then the third one I like. I like the battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan at the end. Yes, mm. That's I think that's one part. of the best battles in the Star Wars universe mm. of of so far that we've gotten. Wow! So, um, so oh, and, and ranking. Yeah. All right. So, because of nostalgia reasons, I'm gonna say number one is my favorite. What? Then number three, and then two is last. Of you course. just, mm. you just. Okay. That's shocking. That's pretty shocking to me. Okay, so I remember. I wasn't allowed to see the first one in theaters because my parents thought I'd get scared of Darth Maul. I was just going to ask if we saw that. Rightfully, rightfully so. I was terrified. <laughs> He's pretty scary. Um, I was, well, I was terrified of everything as a kid That's in true. movies. So, um, didn't see the first one in theaters. Watched it and, and liked it. Was definitely afraid of Darth Maul. <laughs> and then I think the second one came out, I was like on the train. Like, I'm so pumped for this movie. I can't wait for it. I love I love Star Wars. It's going to be great. And then I saw it in theaters and then saw it again in theaters. And then by the third time, I was like, yeah, I, I just don't think it's that good. See, so you wouldn't you wouldn't come see it with me. I just said I went three times. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think by the time the third one came out, I was just like, I'm just ready for this to be done. And then I actually liked the third one a lot. I remember being like, that was, that was like by far the best. So my ranking, um, it's honestly, it really is tough with one and three. I would say that I watched number one the most. I think, I think number one has a lot of rewatchability versus three. Yeah, I agree. Three, it's just, oh God, all the romance stuff is just so bad. And well, the, that's, some of the, some of the, and the dialogue is just horrible. So I think I'd go one, three, two as well, just because I know I've seen the first one I so can't much. I believe you're both putting one first. I thought you always were like, how could you like the first one to me? Maybe that's not you guys. Maybe uh, that's somebody I, else. I don't. I like the first one. I think I've always liked the first one, but I mean, I recognize why other people don't like it. Yeah, you could not ha- honestly. You could, you could watch all Star Wars and not even put Episode One in there, and you wouldn't have a problem. You would know exactly what's going on. Like Number One doesn't really serve a purpose in any way. Well, I mean, that's not true. In some ways, it doesn't. Like you. You could skip it and know exactly what's going on. I guess. Like, 
there's like the only thing that happens is that they get Anakin. Like it's the only time. Nothing. It's the only time you see Shmi though. Besides her death. So you don't. <laughs> I mean, you could just be like the same thing would happen. I mean, it, but I like the first one. I've always liked the first one. You would so. have. You wouldn't ever meet Qui Gon Jinn. You'd have no. Yeah, but that's, that's not. True. That's not. But that's not critical to the development of Anakin or I, the. But I'm saying it would. It would stink. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Basically, all you're getting is, oh, Anakin's going to be trained. Right. Which that's you know, it. which yeah, you already know. Yeah. So. So I agree with that. That's well. all I'm saying. I'm not saying I, I like, oh, I don't wish number one was there. I'm just saying you could not watch it and still know what's going on. <laughs> so yesterday, Eric texted me and he was like, did you eat dinner? And I said no. And he was like, well, if you wait, I'll bring I'll bring Burger King home. And then I sent him the gif of Anakin saying, are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it was pretty uh, funny. <laughs> so, Kira, why do you think two is better than three? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, well, three is just, it's such a downer. And you know what's going to happen. You're going to, you see Anakin just take this, this sli- slippery slope down to the dark side and it's like he kills all the younglings and they kill all the jedi that's like my favorite part (laughs) (laughs) well kid i totally disagree with what you're saying the battle at the end is great it's a that's a great scene i love all that uh but yeah i would just prefer to watch two i like um there's uh what's uh grievous there's like no, that's in the third one. Sorry, that's in the third, third one. Um, yeah. The like. No, he's in the second one too. No, he's not. Oh, he's, he's not? only in the third one. Yeah. Oh. He's. I, I can't remember. He was in the second one for like a couple seconds, but the like spinning lightsaber thing he does is in the third one. Yeah, okay. that is. Yeah. So um, the se- the second one has. I love the. Oh man, this just popped back into my brain. I had the coolest episode two coloring book do you remember that coloring book Corbin? Oh, yeah i was forbidden to color i it. would not let anyone color in it because i was like meticulously coloring this coloring book. i think we had to take we had to take it to the church to get copies of it made so i could color <laughs> i was like you know, this is like a really cool this is like a really cool picture of like obi-wan can we can i color it and you're like no no one can color except for me and then I just, and then <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just got mom to make a copy of it at the church or it's something. It's because I'm so OCD. I really wanted it to be just like the best like colored coloring book. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I like the stuff in the beginning where they like go on the, uh, he like jumps out the window and then they're like chasing the, the girl down who was trying to kill Padme. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. like. Changeling. Yeah. And I like. Uh, I don't really, I don't like the romance stuff, but I like all the stuff on uh, Geonosia, and I like Geonosis. Kendra. Geonosis. I'm sorry. Uh, what's going on? It's with It's been a while since I've seen these movies. And then aunt, that was uh, your Aunt Peru moment. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Way to have an Aunt Peru moment. <laughs> okay, I think, I think I was closer, but anyway. Um, and I like the final, like the battle with the clones and. I mean the Yoda the Yoda stuff doesn't look good now, but when I first saw it, I was like, "Frick Yoda!" Okay, <laughs> okay. so 
Good transition, Kendra. Okay, so I I think we're all defenders of the prequels here. Am I right? We all love the prequels. Yeah, except yes. for episode two. I mean, episode two. What? Okay, so. But there's good stuff fan- in episode two. It's it's. Yes, but you but can ignore my, it all. Here's my counter argument to what you're saying. And okay. enjoy the episode other one again. You could not watch it and understand everything. Episode two is like. God shoot me! It is like the most cringeworthy stuff, and it's it's like two and a half hours long. It is so long. I watched it with mom like a year ago, and I was like, "This thing is just re- like." It's all the romance stuff with her on Naboo, her and him on Naboo. Yeah, well, you it just cut seems, all that stuff out. It just seems uh, like a lot, and then episode three is like what we have been like. The whole thing that we've been waiting for. For three movies, we waited for Anakin to turn and for the extinction of the Jedi and to see how it all happened. And we got it, and it delivered It delivered well. I loved it. I yeah. thought that all of that was great. But, I mean, like, all this... In episode, in episode two, all the stuff with Anakin and Padme. Same with episode three. I mean, I think that's why I it's prevented me from watching it so many times because of that. It's better though. Cause there's less of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's countered with a, a great conclusion to what, what we waited for the whole time. Now, Kinder, you said the stuff with Yoda doesn't look great. And that is the crux of my argument to everything with the prequels is that CGI is the detriment of these movies Yeah, because like, I get, I get. It was great at the time. Like at the time, it 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 looks, it looks good. But there's like, I don't know when's the last time you've watched the prequels. But there's like times when like, uh, Obi Wan is looking at at Jar Jar, and it is very clear that he's not looking yeah. at anything. Yeah. Like, it, all of it is to like random CGI characters everywhere, and like. I get on Christian all the time because he likes stupid movies like Van Helsink, and I say the thing about the thing about the early thousands. Okay, so oh, Phantom Menace came out in ninety nine. The the third one came out in two thousand five. CGI was in its infancy. We had this technology. We didn't know what to do with it. George thought it was the greatest thing, so he filmed everything digitally, and it's to the detriment of the movies. It does not hold up. Well, I would rather have a, a, a puppet of Yoda. I think looking. the first one, or I'm sorry, I think the second one and the third one are mostly okay. I haven't seen them in a while. I just, yeah. I really remember Yoda flipping around did not well, it's look just, good. It's just, okay. Mm-hmm. So the first uh, one, I know there's more stuff that doesn't look good now. It's just, I, I don't know. It's, it's really hard. It's like one thing to, to go from like practical sets like they did in the prequels. I mean, it's to the original and then go to this like CGI thing, which I think CGI just doesn't date well at all. And you notice it a lot more like a movie like ready player one looks so good. I mean, it looks so good and it's all like computered and it's all great, but in 10 years, there's going to be a movie that looks even better. You know what I mean? With that kind of stuff. It just, it just dates so much. So, to me, that's like my biggest complaint with it all. It's like er, the and any early two thousand. Is that a train? Like, yes. Yeah. 
we we live in Chicago where there's trains just go by all the time. <laughs> like in like in the fugitive. Um, but anyway, so it's like but yeah, that's my that's my biggest complaint with it all. And any movie that's like that that comes from that time is like it yeah. looks so it just takes you out of it. It looks like you're just in a bad in a bad video game or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in some ways I think I think it's it's too it's to the detriment of the films that it went in that direction. Right. You know? Yeah. So Well Sale of <laughs> So that was my that's my soapbox of early two thousand CGI movies. Got it. Got it. So So the first one uh some of my favorite part i love all the darth maul stuff i don't really remember you being scared of darth maul i Um, think it lasted i was much more afraid of the emperor much more i think it lasted only a little bit and also the fight scene was so cool that i there i just like everything about that movie i love i love the first scene Mm. where they're fighting the droid dakars and like getting out of the the thing they like come out with their lightsabers i like uh when they go to uh they meet darth maul for the first time and they're having the lightsaber battle and they're like trying to get on the ship um love that i like the pod racing yeah pod racing is really cool <laughs> now this is pod racing <laughs> <laughs> um Kendall, let me ask you a very serious question yes so you remember the opening scene in when they're fighting the destroyers uh-huh. and they do that fast sprint thing, right? Uh-huh. Why didn't Obi-Wan do that to get through the red stuff at the end of the movie? <laughs> I don't know, man. I Kendra, you I can never, only do I never you can only use, so can only use like your... once every thirty days. You can like only use so much of your force energy. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood what happened there. Like, I was always just so confused how they, like, went that fast. I can't, I can't believe, I cannot believe that that movie got, went through all, the whole process and nobody was like, um, hey, George. Hey, this like, is weird. <laughs> like, why can't they, he just do it? Like, nobody said anything. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I, yeah. it's a bit, it's, it really is like. That is kind of a flaw. I'm sure and, somewhere on Wikipedia there is an answer to your question. Maybe, but, but I just don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the fundamental level, it's stupid. So maybe yeah. because there were too many. At least many... they didn't use hyperspace as a weapon. <laughs> what if? What if he like had gone too fast and then he had gone through the lasers? Oh, that's pretty. That's that's grabbing at straws, Kendra. I'm just saying. I mean, you're maybe, saying, you're if... saying that a Jedi who can who can control the Force cannot judge how far is too far i don't know man on a sprint i'm not defending it i'm just saying i i don't know i'm sure there's an answer is what i'm i think george lucas was focusing on the main character of the story which is darth maul he's actually the hero i think (laughs) i think the last battle that's why he's on the march (laughs) (laughs) between qui-gon jinn and obi-wan and darth maul I think that is one of my favorite lightsaber. That's a great. That's 
I think that's the second best lightsaber fight in the whole thing. Especially but, after, like, well, the stuff with the three of them is really cool, but then after Qui-Gon dies and Obi-Wan just goes one-on-one with Darth Maul, it's just, it's so cool. I love it. You know, here's a bit of trivia. Here's a, here's a, uh, we'll know if you're a real fan or not. Oh, dear. Did Obi-Wan face the trials? Did Obi-Wan yes, face the trials? Yeah, did he go into the trials? Remember in the first one, in, yeah. In in the galaxy of Qui-Gon said he was ready to take the trials. Yeah, he said because Qui-Gon he said he's going to take Anakin. he's going to take Anakin as an apprentice, and right? He, and they're like, you already got one, right? He's like, Obi Wan's ready to face the trials. Well, yeah, I rem- I'm guessing the answer is no because you're asking me. <laughs> why? I need a why to that answer, Kendra. I don't know. I've never even thought about it. Oh, Kendra, so disappointed. I'm this podcast. I have never been more disappointed with you <laughs> in my life. Well, um, tell me. <laughs> no, because he was the first one to defeat a Sith in like thousands of years. Oh, so, so he didn't have he, to. Yeah, because he killed Darth Maul. They were like, "You're good. You're like, exempt. you're yeah. a Super Saiyan. Like basically. you, you <laughs> obviously are good enough. Oh. So he never had to go through the trials. I did not know that. Yep. You know, Man, you learn I'm something really new letting, every day. I'm really letting my nerd show in this episode. <laughs> well, this is this is a safe space. This, this is, is a safe. This is your space. This, this is your area. <laughs> that vibe makes me laugh so much. I know. This is like your area. <laughs> this is like your area. You can't let your mom talk to you like that. <laughs> I miss um, mine. Yeah. I'm sad, that it, so I'm sad that it went. Anyway. Uh, remember that Vine where, this is Star Wars related, you know, or it's not a Vine, it's a GIF, I guess, where Obi-Wan's like in the ship and he's like dancing to music. Yeah. Have you seen that? I love that. I think so, oh, I yeah. Use that, I use that GIF. So I think, I think another, again, I know that people are probably going to think that I don't love the prequels, but I do. I'm just pointing out some problems that I have with it. Right. I really struggle to feel like Anakin and Obi-Wan were brothers. Like, he's like, at the end, I think the the whole spiel gives after he defeats him and says, you were my brother, I think it's a great, I think it's a great moment. But I think in the grand scheme, I don't feel like that they were ever that way. To you? I do. Like I struggle, I struggle to feel the connection between the two of them, and and I think part of that is is bad writing, bad bad pacing. I just don't uh, bad acting from Hayden. So I oh, I just Hayden. I really struggle to feel like like that they're that they're not like Obi Wan's kind of a douche in the in the second one to him, and then Anakin is just like a, a disobedient little. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know. I think, but I think they were close. I think I. Okay, I think one of the frustrating things about the prequel is there's a lot of potential. It was right. a lot of potential, and I think something like that is what we wanted, not CGI little beast running around and romance of Padme and, and Anakin. Yeah. Like, I think that they could have done a lot better 
of making of convincing us that it was really hard for Obi-Wan to defeat Anakin. Right. Like it was a cool battle and it was a cool moment even at the end when he's saying you were the chosen one, but it it did not feel like he was defeating his brother or his his friend. Mm. You know what I mean? No, I think I disagree. I, you, you I, tell me what moment made you feel like they were really connected and that they were well, like Well, I mean, really... they, he he raised him. I mean, they've been together for many years. I just just I that just, alone. other other than the fundamental premise have like uh they didn't have chemistry on like the character or the actors didn't seem to have yeah, chemistry. No. So like, Okay, let's take listen. But nothing listen, felt I know natural I know these are two movie. different things, but like as far as like take a moment where like in one movie i i cried when sam was drowning and frodo pulled him up and he said i made a promise when i first saw that right i cried that's in one movie did you really and yes the first time i saw it and then we're at the end of the third movie and i'm like well that was a really cool scene you know what i mean in one in one movie, I was like, "Dang, that was like the connection between them." I think it all has to do with the writing. I yeah. agree. Like, Agreed. I think Lucas, it, the things that Lucas made them say, and also like probably because they were saying it in a green screen environment. Yeah. On top of that, like I think it it led to you know a worse movie than yeah. it could have been. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, of that stuff. Because, I mean, I don't know how... I'm not certain that uh, Hayden Christensen's like, the worst actor ever. But in that movie, he is pretty bad. Like, in, Yeah, I mean, he's not, like... The, he's not in like the, the second worst, one, he's worse. But, more but cringy. I feel bad for him. He, like, left the, acting the after these movies because people were well, so terrible to him. Well, I'm yeah, sure, so but Jake Lloyd. Yeah, Jake Lloyd has had a really tough Poor life. Poor Jake Lloyd. Yeah, I mean that's rough, and it but wasn't like, even that bad. No, and it's not like, like his performance the, was better than older Anakin. I thought. Yeah, and this because he's just a kid. He just had some stupid lines, like which isn't his fault, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I mean, it's just I, I agree. I mean, there's you give me an actor that can say the line I saw him killing younglings and make it sound like like real and believable and and it's good then I I mean that should be like the highest paid actor of all time because I mean that's just a terrible or like nobody can say like I'm in love with you no I'm so in love with you and make it sound because like, I'm so in love with you like make <laughs> it sound good like it's just so bad. Like all that, all that stuff is just like. Oh, in the second one, it's so like, and I know Robot Chicken makes fun of this, but she's like, "I'm gonna dress scantily, but no, what? we can't be together." <laughs> right? Yeah, it's. And, <laughs> Let's I don't know. sit by it's this like, fire in the in the dark by ourselves, yeah. but no, we can't be together. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, and even like, I mean, it's just none of the romance makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, I would say the romance is less believable than. Yeah. Then yeah, for sure. And... But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, at the the heart of it, it's a guy who's struggling to do what he has given his word and allegiance to do versus what he his inner demons. And it's just uh, you you struggle to believe that. 
is all I'm saying. Yeah. I just think you struggle to feel like Anakin and Obi-Wan are brothers and Anakin and Padme are are extremely in love and that he's like it just seems like he's just being a whiny little kid who wants like this unrealistic dream of people to live forever that he yeah. loves. Well, there's like no I think it just comes down to there's it it feels so awkward cuz they're saying all these awkward things to each yeah. other, you know. Yeah. So like that doesn't just come across very naturally. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why it's so unbelievable like not believable. Yeah. I yeah. believed I have never even thought about this because that speech that Obi-Wan gives, I think Ewan McGregor just did it so well. That's a great I I'm not I'm not saying it's not. I'm not disprove I'm not trying to say oh that was like a t- I think it is. I think that whole again the the last hour of that movie is so good. It's what it's, it's just what the we build failed to get it there. It's just basically. I yeah, it's like I just don't the build of a fort yeah. kind of cheapened that scene. The journey along the way that was not uh, a convincing argument to me. Mm. That's all. Yeah. I get it. You know, one of my favorite things on the internet is uh, is memes about the high ground, about Obi-Wan having the high ground. <laughs> yeah. There are so many, so, and they're so funny. There's so many sayings in the prequels, I feel like. <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. Maybe randomly quote random sayings yeah. from the prequels <laughs> the all, other day the i know i know jar jar is the worst but the other day <laughs> to eric i don't know he called me a goober and i was like big goober fish <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny um okay yeah, so there's a lot of good stuff kander i want you to guess the rotten tomato score oh man and just give me, just give me an order. Like, which one do you think Rotten Tomatoes gave the best, the the second best, and then the worst? I would, I would say the the third one has the best score. Okay, now give. What do you, what do you think that would be? Seventies. Okay, and then what do you think's next? Um, probably. Uh, I don't know, cause everyone hates Jar Jar, so they hate the first one. Uh, I don't know. I guess the second one. Correct. And then what would you say the percent of that is? 50s? Like the user rating? 60s? Okay. okay. Or the critics rating? The critics rating. And oh. then the first one, I'm going to guess, has like a 30 or something. Okay. So you're right on all of it. So nice. the um, episode three has a 79% rating. Fans gave it a 65%. And then episode two is 66%. So you, you weren't right on the percentage there. But uh, I said fans 60s. Gave, did you? <laughs> Oh. I changed my answer. <laughs> um, and then the fans gave it a fifty-six, and then episode one was a fifty-five percent, and then fans gave it a fifty-nine. Wow, so, wow. Lame. Um, that is lame. Lame. I get it though. Yeah, it is what it is. All right. I get parts of it. So one thing that I think of when I think of the prequels is toys. Mm. How could you not? And I kind of wanted, I looked up a bunch of toys and I have been having the nostalgic butterflies rubbing my tummy for like the past <laughs> little bit. That's a, that's a weird analogy. Yeah. 
Gotta get those nostalgic butterflies. Came up with it right on the spot. <laughs> a feeling of comfort and and uh, love is just flowing mm. through the room right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just wanted to go through the main toys that I remember because I was kind of getting out of the toy phase um, when the second and third one came out. I didn't have as many toys, especially the third one. I don't think I had like any. Yeah, but the I, I, the so first cool. one I was like in the I'm pretty sure I had a birthday and all I got was Star Wars toys. Maybe even like two years straight, it. I got all I got was Star Wars. I toys. had uh, mom made me a birthday cake that was Star Wars and it had Obi Wan and Darth Maul like fighting each other. Oh, oh yeah. I remember that cake. I had a Anakin pot racer cake. Nice. Okay. Boy, I had um, Amidala posters on my wall. Um, yeah. It was a really cool poster. I remember that. Remember that? Uh, I know this is, off, this is off topic. Do you remember that puzzle you had? That's the original puzzle that you got framed? Yes. Yeah, yeah I love that. That I have puzzle it. is. I have Do you still have it? Actually, I think the frame is a little broken now, but I still have it. It's still intact, yep. the puzzle. That was an yep. Empire Strikes Back puzzle. Yeah. Wow, can you believe somebody who hates Empire <laughs> would have that? We worked so hard on that puzzle. Yeah, that's a big puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of puzzles, I've actually been working on, so I went to Second and Charles. Have you heard of that? No. I think it's just a local place. Okay, maybe it is. I thought it was not, but um, it's like a used bookstore, and they sell like video games, all sorts of crap. But uh, the uh, they had a episode one uh, Star Wars puzzle of Sebulba and Anakin racing, so I got that, and it was like three bucks. Nice. And I've actually been putting it together. I'm almost done with it. That's how he's been getting ready for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's been playing that. Put I episode. Still, on I still have a pod racing plate that I use. It's got Anakin, and it says like pod racing on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I still have that, and I'm uh, older, and I still use it. <laughs> <laughs> there was literally so many puzzles, like for this. I think I had like four or five puzzles. Yeah. From this, which is just insane. Lots of. Puzzles. Do you remember the uh, coloring books? Yeah. Uh, one of them has like Queen Amidala. One has Obi Wan, yes. and one has Qui Gon. Yep. Yep, I remember those. Yeah. I think the one that I was talking about earlier was not one of those. I think that one was more of like an adult coloring book. And yeah, these were more kids. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do remember those, though. I remember reading a lot of the uh, the books that came out that were about like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. What were those called? They had a name, the ones that followed those two. Oh, I don't know. I read the Boba Fett ones, the Bounty Hunter. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I remember doing a book report on this one book, but I can't remember like what the series was called, but I remember Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon were both in it. So it must have been before the first like episode. like Force something or something. <laughs> force yeah, I read something. The, That's a good guess. <laughs> force, force, probably. Um, I read, yeah, me and my dad read the Bounty Hunter ones together. Um, yeah, I remember that. I, I think I made it to like book four and then stopped. Yeah. I told you in a previous episode about my clock. Let me describe this clock to you. It was like a black base 
And then on top of it was uh, a, like a robotic arm that held uh, Anakin and R2-D2 in the yellow Naboo Starfighter from the first movie. And it had it had a clock on it, but it had a uh, remote that looked like, you know that thing that uh, Qui-Gon has that's, it's like a little circle and he can see little holograms with it. Yes, yeah. And he that's says, what it looked like, and yeah. it had three buttons on it, and you could press it, and the starship would move, and it would shoot, and it would say different things. I cannot express to you how cool that clock was. I loved yeah, it so I, much. I liked it. It's so fun. I would just like put it in the living room and like press the buttons and play with it. Yeah, loved it. Mm-hmm. So okay. I had a lot of I had a lot of toys. I remember. Yeah, I did too. So, Kendra, Corvin doesn't remember these, but I want to see if you did. There was these things called battle bags. And battle bags. It was like a cheap toy. Like, Big. So, Big. basically, it came with like this plastic scaffold, and it was like a bag of gel, and there was like figures in it. And they were like the fishes, um, or all the fish, <laughs> the fishes, all the fish <laughs> from the... Um, scenes like in the swamp and in the uh like all the naboo fish basically um no. do you remember those at all no <laughs> no i have no idea what he's talking about he yeah. a picture i have no idea that's funny i just remember like digging through like it's basically a bag of jail um and you like stab it with a scalpel and it out comes like yeah, all these I have fish. no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, he, I, he asked yeah, me, and I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, maybe, I mean, it was just, like, one of those, like, extra things. I just remember digging through those. Like, I, I don't know if I had all of them. I just know that there was, like, four different ones. Oh, I'm looking at it. That is not familiar to me at all. Yeah, me neither. Gotcha. Weird. Uh, it came with, like, the weird aardvark cow things. That's yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the uh, um, like the handheld games at all? Did you have any of those? I think Corbin had. A couple. I did. I don't know if you did. Kendra. I don't think I did. I probably just watched you play. I I think I had the pod racing one. Oh yeah, uh, I remember a pod racing one. Yeah, there was one where you were you had like a Darth Maul or Qui Gon figurine, and you. Had like move it around it would like stick on the directional pad and, oh uh, yes i remember that i probably played it at your house because yeah. that's how i'm remembering it you were darth maul and you would just like kill people i think <laughs> the idea and try to survive basically yeah. but that thing was awesome i do remember that yeah yeah there was like so much stuff it's like hard to remember like all of it also, there were games, which was oh yeah, there was the the the, the pod racing uh, yeah game was awesome. So the Star Wars pod racer for Nintendo sixty four, and then uh, by far the uh, most frustrating and worst game was the Jedi Power Battles. Yeah, that was like I've only ever played the first level and didn't even go get through it, and it was horrible. Yeah, we had. Jedi Power Battles for PlayStation, and I think I only ever got to the second level. Like I that's the only. I didn't. I never the first level was so hard that 
like the farthest I ever got was the second level. And by the time you beat the first level, you're so drained that you're like, (laughs) I'm done for a while. (laughs) So I only know what the first level's like in that game, but it's pretty cool. Some parts of it were cool. Yeah, yeah. If you like playing the same level over and over again, it's pretty cool. You get to kill like droids and stuff. So yeah. Um, And then, oh, the last one that I remember is the Battle for Naboo, which we meet. We got that on N64, mm-hmm. and I specifically remember remember that night because I thought that Pokemon Stadium 2 was out, and uh, we were going to get it, but it was only available for pre-order, so we were like both really yeah, disappointed. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so the next that was best, a devastating night. The next best option was to buy the Star Wars game, so we got Battle for Naboo, and uh, we get back to our grandparents, and they had that stupid old TV that doesn't have, <laughs> doesn't we're back, have. We're inputs. back to uh, TV podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the stupid old TV that we talked about a couple weeks yeah. ago. Um, last last week, it literally did not have any inputs at all, so you couldn't put. I think we cried. Put, yeah, we, we did. We were, we were so, so sad. That, that all sounds most, very familiar to me. Was, was I most, there? That was saying night. Ever. No, it was. It was a guy's uh, sleepover only. It was was like we had the highest expectations because we both thought Pokemon Stadium 2 was out. So we were like, oh, my gosh. So we were going to get we're going to get Pokemon Stadium 2 and we're going to stay up all night and play it. And none of that happened. Yeah, it was just like a complete double disappointment, basically. What a sad story. But we played the next day and it was cool. But yeah, there's a little story for that game. So. (laughs) Um, well, speaking of stories, when I posted uh, for people to like send in their memories about the Star Wars movies and stuff, my husband commented with a story about when he saw Revenge of the Sith. Um, so I'm going to read that now, and you're going to see his, uh, his writing side come out here. Um, so he said, I saw Revenge of the Sith at a midnight showing, and the crowd was dressed up and energized for the movie. When the film started... It had jumped past the opening crawl and was taking place during a giant space battle and we had no idea what was happening. There was shouting, panicking, and I stood up and said, I have to do something. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I wasn't the only one who left the theater to get help, but doing so let me hear the boss of what on one of the walkie-talkies ordering we have a theater of angry fans we need to restart the film and refund their tic- refund them their tickets now <laughs> i i feel a little bad about the whole thing especially realizing that we had only jumped to the opening space battle but i got a free ticket out of it which i used to see revenge of the sith a second time <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Dang. You can't yeah, skip I the crawl. Like the crawl scared. is important. The crawl is always important. <laughs> That's can't true. can't skip the crawl. Especially with Star Wars. Especially. I mean, it really does tell you what's happening. So <laughs> you don't know how much time has passed. <laughs> so. Though I <laughs> think when true. I was little, I did not read it at all. Like, so. I would like, try my best, but I don't think I understood what was going on. Yeah. I Especially, never like, read. the I first one talking about, like, the Trade Federation and blah, blah, blah. That was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I... That was, like... Um, what's, what's that word? Trade I know I talked about, like, the that documentary that I watched about the toys that make made us. Yeah. And they were talking about how when the prequels came out, there was, like, this huge bidding war between toy companies. 
as who was going to make it. And this one toy company, they made like a really big deal. Like, like if they didn't sell this much toys by this certain date that they'll like, I don't even know what it was that they'll, it was, it was very, very high risk. And they, and their minds, they were like, well, Star Wars has always sold a lot of toys. So obviously these new ones are going to do the same thing. And it cuts to this guy who designed toys. And he said, well, it's like extremely hard to make, um, make political like political uh action figures for kids about like the senate chamber and like you know like all these bank things going on and and so it's just kind of interesting how the first one has nothing to do with politics at all and then the second one is about like you know making uh making a trade legal or or making an invasion legal and and the the banking clan and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. So confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Over As my a head. kid, I did not know what any of them meant. So Yeah, no, definitely not. But they were lightsaber fighting. So uh yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. I was so interested that in. That's all that, that, all that matters. Interested in. Yeah. All right. Well, uh I have a quiz for us to take today, but should we rate the uh should we rate the prequels? <laughs> oh. Oh. Do we yeah. rate them all in together is that how we're doing it yeah that's how we we did that last time yeah i think we should we rated them all together last time but i think we should rate them all together and then i think we should each give our ranking of the six okay do you want to do that or do you want to wait until we have we've done all of the movies and rank all the movies let's rank the six okay cool and then we can add in the other ones okay uh, I, I have my list ready, like a good like a good fan should, at any moment. You uh, never know when you're gonna go down a just walk down the road and somebody asks you what, what your top yeah, six you are. You gotta know so. these things right. right off the bat. Um, so uh, ten out of ten lightsabers for me. Um, uh, yeah, I just I love Star Wars. So ten out of ten wongas, because you want oh, a you want a wonga you want a wonga. <laughs> Uh, yeah um i guess i'll give it a 10 out of 10 as what do you, well what do you mean you guess i mean are the, you not gonna give it a 10 out of 10 no i would give the first and third a 10 huh. the uh, second one what would I you give the second one i would give it lower like what like mm, really low like, <laughs> wow. like maybe a five i don't know <laughs> Oh man! The second one like barely exists in my Star Wars world, personally. Wow! Like okay. I don't even like I can't. You know what's funny? Whenever I watch it, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that was in that one. We're watching it tonight. Like I don't remember anything that happens in the second you one. You need to know. Besides in the, the clones come. Remember they like when they get to uh, Geonosis. They they're in like the, the... Uh, excuse me it's Gino Nosa or what did you yeah, say Geosa Geosa or something I said Gianosa Gianosa Gianosia you know yeah Genovia I get it or yeah I get it I was gonna say I was probably gonna get confused with Genovia from yeah. Princess Diaries Genovia um, <laughs> in Geonosis when they get there and they're in the factory and they're like on the conveyor belts and stuff that's yes. so fun. Yeah, I remember. Machines making machines. All right, I remember all that stuff. Oh, it's my. just like, I don't remember everything that happens in that movie. And I'm always, I always forget something. 
because I've only seen it like six times. So like when I watch it again, I'll be like, oh, that's in this. I totally forgot. Mm. You know, yeah, it's like rewatching a movie that you haven't seen in forever. Right. Like every time I watch it. Okay, Kendra, what's your rankings? All right, here we go. (laughs) I'm Uh, right. Six, four, one, two, three, five. Six, four, one, two, three, five. Yep. Christian. Okay. Um. Five. Christian, you said on the yeah, last one. Five, six, and four. You said the last on the last one, A New Hope is your favorite. <laughs> yes, you did. He's allowed to change his mind. Oh, I didn't. I okay, don't think five. he did. I said, no, I didn't. I five. said, I said, The Empire was my favorite. Are yeah, you sure? He, yeah, he did. 10% I remember. A New Hope is my favorite. No, the Empire Strikes. I ranked them Empire Strikes Fire. Back, Return of the Jedi, and A New Hope oh, yes. on the last okay. one. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to keep that because I think that's right. Right. And then uh, I will go episode one, episode three, episode two. I am going to go four, five, six, one, one, three, two. Wow. So me and Christian are pretty much the same, except our originals are different because I said Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I rank and the then, prequels higher than than you guys do. Yeah, you you rank five the last one, Kendra. I know. <laughs> I know what I did. Out of all those, out of, <laughs> <laughs> that's so, oh, it's so frustrating. That's so funny. That is like so telling six, of Kendra. <laughs> six, okay, we got Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sixth, Empire. Revenge of the Sith is your your fifth, like yeah. least favorite. That the yeah. two. Yeah. I mean, it's lowest in my ranking, and then I have two originals at the top, so it makes it fifth. That blows my mind. I wrote it all down, but, yeah, and I, I just it. want to burn the list. <laughs> uh, Kinder, that's insane that you would rank. The two, okay, the two, in my opinion, two of the best out of the the prequels. Episode three is the best in the prequels, and episode five is is one of the best of the original. And you ranked them both at the bottom. I know that's what everyone says when they see my list. Well, I understand it's not popular, but it's true to my soul. So. I gotta stick with it. I gotta be true to my heart. I gotta be true to my heart. Kendra, remember that song? Yes, I do. Well, <laughs> I'm so disgusted I can't carry on. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got to because I have. Uh, oh. Can you beat this impossible Star Wars quiz? And I'm gonna tell you the first question's already a hard one. So. Okay. Let's let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Well, well it's hard for me. Maybe you guys know the answer to this. Oh. Do we oh, need to we pull do. up the link for it or? Uh, nope. We can do it right on here. Okay. Um, cool. Um, so there's ten questions. Okay. Okay. First question: Behold the mighty Tie Fighters. They are named after turbo ignition engines. Trajectory inverse exothermic, twin ion exhaust, twin ion engines. Uh, engines, twin ion engines. Um, Turbo ignition engines, tra- trajectory inverse exothermic, 
twin ion exhaust. I would say the first one. Okay, so you're going with turbo ignition engines. Corbin, yeah. you're going with twin ion engines. Yes. Okay, the answer is twin ion engines. Gotcha. Yeah, girl! TIE Fighters and their siblings, TIE Bombers and TIE Interceptors, are powered by twin ion engines through the, through the solar panels on their wings. Yes, they're solar panels. <laughs> I just learned I something. All One right. point for Corbin, zero for Christian. Question two. Who flew this X-Wing? Oh, you are going to have to look. <laughs> because it's showing a picture. <laughs> it okay, wants you to okay. look at a picture. But it's showing a... Uh, a ship and it says who flew this x-wing as red leader in the battle of endor so this is on um cnn oh i know i know that what okay. is it wedge uh no uh well sorry oh. hold on there's it's luke wedge garvin or biggs oh, okay send me the link what's the, what, what is it hold on so it's on cnn and it says can you beat this impossible star wars quiz you gotta promise not to click answers before oh I'll keep Christian honest. We all know he likes to cheat. All right. Are you on the I second question? I will keep Corbin honest as well. Um, hold on. No. I'm, it's loading. Who flew this X-Wing as Red Leader? I don't. It's just a It's just a cartoon drawing. Okay. It's a specific ship, though. I guess the question is who's, who's the right. Red Leader? It's, it's Wedge. wedge. It's, it's wedge. wedge. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. It's Wedge. Next, question three. <clears throat> Before being called Luke Skywalker, this character had another name. <clears throat> oh, I know this. Kane Starkiller, Anakin Starkiller, Luke Starlighter, Justin Valor. So it's like Luke's name? Before yeah. being called Luke, they were going to call him something else. Uh, I'm going to go with the really Justin Valor. Um, I am going to... Anakin Starkiller. Correct! Wow. That is correct. In George Lucas's original 1974 draft for episode 4, Luke Skywalker is already a full-fledged Jedi, while the young apprentice bears the name of Anakin Starkiller. Uh, then everything changed. <laughs> mm. Next, question 4. Chewbacca here was inspired by George Lucas's dog. It was called... Ooh. Rock, yeah, is... Rocky the Schnauzer, THX the Border Collie, Indiana the Alaskan Malamu- Mal- Malamute, and Amblin the Great Dane. I, I'll, I'll go in, I, Indiana. That's what I was going to go to. Oh, correct. Good nice. One I, day... thought that, I thought that those Malamutes were big and hairy. One day, I can't George, remember exactly what George looked like, Lucas though. looked at his dog, Indiana, an Alaskan Malamute, sitting up on the passenger seat of his car. The rest is history. <laughs> well, what's his name? The dog in Indiana Jones was named in, uh, Indiana. Oh, wow. This next question is hard. This is the Moss Eisley docking bay for which the Millennium Falcon departs in Episode 4. What was its number? 42. Oh! 1138, 94, 22. Oh, they say Oh, it. I got it. I knew it before I even clicked it because I remember Obi-Wan saying it. Think about Obi-Wan says it. Uh, I, I don't really remember. I'm going to say 1138. Nope. Corbin? I, well, I saw Christian's answer, so I just won't even. The 94. answer is 94. Gotcha. Played, played it honestly. All right. Regardless of who shot first, what species does he belong to? This is talking about Greedo. That one's easy. Bothan, Rodian, Gungan, Killick. I don't or know I the answer. I think that's easy. 
Pretty sure it's Rodian. That's what I would guess. Uh, I, I was going to get... I know it's not Bothan or Gungan. Yep. Rodian yeah. is the answer. Master Yoda, we salute you. What's the first line he says in episode five? Away with your weapon. Why are you here? Feel like what? I mean you no harm. Oh, 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 I know it. I think it's why are you here? <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know. Incorrect. Feel like what? Because he says, feel like what? He says, feel like somebody's watching us. Ah. Oh. Yeah, you're uh, right. He responds, feel like what? To Luke musing, there's something familiar about this place. I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. A view of Vader's flagship, a super star destroyer. What was its call sign? Executor, Enforcer, Eviscerator, Enterprise. Vader's flagship. Executioner. Executor? Well, I saw a Corvin, so I guess I can't say that. The Executor. Yeah, the Executor makes two appearances in the film in episode 5 and 6. At 19 kilometers in length, it dwarfs regular Star Destroyers. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. I knew that because I read the Thrawn trilogy. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. All right, we question nine. We're almost there. This is Lando Calrissian, the original owner of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, this is easy. How did he lose it to Han? Mm. A duel, a bet, a game of Dejeric, a game of Sabak. Oh, my word, I can't talk. This is easy. Do you know it, Christian? Um, Christian seems to be hesitant, so I'm waiting on him to choose because I know it. It's one of the games. Oh, is it? <laughs> or was it a duel? A duel. No, they were sitting at a car table. Oh, Christian. Oh, come on. Come on, Christian. You can do this. A game of Dejaric. Oh, oh, no. no. Christian. Oh, Unfortunate. How could you choose the wrong one? It was Sabak. Sabak. Yeah. All right, last question. This character, General Grievous, has a peculiar cough, even though he is a droid. It was caused by which Jedi crushing his chest? Yoda, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, Mace Windu. Interesting mm-hmm. question. This is not covered in the movie. Um, no, it's in, fact, it's in fact covered in the DVD commentary. I'm going to go to Mace. Christian. I'll say Qui-Gon. Dang, girl. Mace Windu. What'd you get? Christian got three out of ten. I, I got, got nine out of ten. Wow. What's good, Christian? I got three out of ten, but I saw your answer on one. Well, I saw your answer and on I was one. Gonna guess I didn't it. get ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> so it says... I am- it says the in the DVD commentary for episode three, George Lucas reveals that he provided some of Grievous's coughing himself as he was suffering from bronchitis during filming. What? what? Uh, man, man I got I got how did I get seven out of ten? I guess I chose some wrong answers. But anyway. All right. Good talk, guys. Uh, guys, a great Star Wars episode. Next week, we'll be on to the new ones. Christian's personal favorite, so oh, man. I know he'll oh, break all of those We're doing the new ones? The original. Oh, my oh yeah, goodness. Christian. So, oh, my soapbox is going to be so high. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm not looking yeah. forward to that. I am I'm very excited. We've already talked about it a little bit. 
No, you did not. You did Should not. Should we like talk it. about the new ones? Because we're not nostalgic for the new ones. Yeah, oh, definitely not nostalgic Kendra, for the new at ones. this point, why wouldn't we just do them? Yeah, maybe we should make that like a and bonus episode or something. What do the fans want? That's what <laughs> I The fans want to hear you rant and rave about uh, it. I don't know well, about that. I'll burn it down, guys. <laughs> I think sure. you have to look at Star Wars as a whole now. I will. Right. I'll have to, can't just, oh, then I have to rate Star Wars again. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't oh, let yeah. me do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's all end with a quote, Kendra. Wait, wait, give wait. Us a... I got I to gotta give the, the spiel. So <laughs> you can find us. So uh, you can find us on find all us the socials. On, like, twi- on the Twitters. Find us in your area. Yeah. In your, you got to watch your area. Uh, so <laughs> we're on Twitter at Nostalgia Be This. Uh, and we have an email, nostalgia me this at uh, gmail.com. If you would like to uh, send us your thoughts on Star Wars, we'd be happy to to read them. Send us, uh, you know, things you'd like us to talk about in future episodes. Uh, we'd be happy to see that as well. Um, and you can listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. So don't forget to rate and subscribe. All right. Now, Kendra, give us a quote. We're all going to say a quote. Okay. From the prequels. Can you give us a quote? All right, hold on. I have to. I have to look it up. You had a good quote list, Corbin. Let oh, me yeah. look. Not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's wow. my. Here's my quote. I don't like sand. It's coarse mm. and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> so good. So good, Christian. You don't have time to look it up. Give us a line. Give us a line right now. Give we us already, a line. Give us a line. We already used Do You Want a Wonga, but that's my favorite <laughs> one. Give us another one. There's so many. You have so uh, many. I know. Um, you will never take off from me! <laughs> this is why. You I'm... have done that yourself. <laughs> this is why. My allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy! Because I wanted to say this line, which you say the most out of anyone I've ever met. So this is how liberty dies. <laughs> Thunderous applause. <laughs> okay. Christian quotes that more than anything. I just want to point out, I was looking at your list a little while ago. You know, I never knew that he was saying, ye gods. What, what's Amisa saying? <laughs> no, I was, I, okay, now. I thought normally, he was saying, ye gods. Yes, yes. Normally I would be like, Christian. It's definitely Peru, not Peru, but I always thought he was saying EGATs. Yeah. That's so funny. I didn't know that either. Yeah, um, makes a little bit more sense. Are you an angel? What is the Jar Jar line that I, like, say too much? Then crashed into a ski liver <laughs> and vanished. I don't know. That's a very probably What did you say? Wait, wait, wait. What did you just say? Crashed into a ski liver. No, is that what he says? No, no. That's what did he say? I don't know, but that's not it. It's something like that. Hey. He crashes into something. Oh, I say, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. All right. Well, on the on the risk of saying even more cringeworthy <laughs> lines, I think we should end it there. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.